Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another ride or another episode. Today we have a lovely lady in the car who I've just helped with some boxes or box. And she's going to tell us what it's like to be in the music industry and a bit more of what she does in greater detail. So nice to have you here today. Hey. Uh, So tell us, how do you, first of all, what kind of, no, we haven't got that much time. So how did you get into the industry? Um, so I went to, I did a degree in music and arts management Mm -hmm. in Liverpool and there's like a, it's called Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. It's like, yeah, um, I think it was like set up by Paul McCartney and like another guy and they, yeah, they kind of made like an institute for like performing arts and like management courses and music and stuff like that. So I went to there, and then, yeah, did that for three years, and then... Was that a degree? Yeah, it was a degree, yeah. And, and what then, did you do before that, A-levels? Yeah, I did A-levels, so I did... I went to a place, a sixth form college in Hampshire, like, near where I grew up, and I did what A-levels. I did, like, performance studies, philosophy, English literature, and politics A-levels, but yeah. But always knew I kind of wanted to do music, something related to music, whether it was performing or like in just in another role. Um, so yeah, that's the degree I did. And then did you play any instrument growing up? Yeah, I did. I played. I pl- the trumpet was my okay. <laughs> main instrument, <laughs> and like a bit of piano. But um, yeah, trumpet was the main one. Um, well, where, who, what age did you get your first trumpet? I got I played trumpet in my primary school, which was amazing. Um, they had like a teacher that came into the primary school. I don't think that like yeah, it was like my friend's a music teacher now, and like which is amazing as well. She does teach at school in Dagenham, but like she was saying, loads of schools at the, like don't necessarily have music lessons anymore, which is just so shit. Like oh sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Go on, go on. <laughs> but yeah, so. I was really like lucky that I was yeah I had this trumpet teacher I think we did like group lessons with trumpet or I don't know like yeah and I really enjoyed it so I just kept playing it basically when you think of it music is a creative outlet and it's a big economy yeah definitely but I feel like it's undervalued in our current you know what I mean like yeah like I don't think it's underfunded undervalued I just I yeah I find it really frustrating and upsetting to see you know it's not prioritized for kids at school now and yeah so because yeah like it's kind of been my whole life has just been doing something related to music basically what would you say that some someone needs to know when they're going into industry into your industry um there's nothing you like need to know i just think it's about having the enthusiasm but also like being okay with like rejection so like it might be that because like first of all you sort of might need to just do some like work experience or like it might be that like like I would sometimes have like jobs on the side and then do like the extra stuff for the music stuff like as you know as an internship and all that kind of stuff so sometimes it can take a bit of time to kind of get your foot fully in the door but you just got to kind of 
yeah I suppose it's about just being resilient and not yeah that that's really like cliche thing to say like don't give up but it is it does pay off I think in the end like if you just keep sort of making yourself available or kind of putting yourself out there you know and, and like don't take rejection too personally I think is a good bit of advice what does the future hold for you um just like carrying on running the label that I'm a part of now and then like I make music as well so just kind of having a bit of a balance between like working with other artists and running the label but then also being able to like write and make my own music and, and release that and yeah just for now I think just carrying on with music basically and uh I don't know who knows maybe in 10 years I want to do like something else completely different but it's been good it's been something I've been really passionate about so yeah what's the type of music that you do the music I make is more like kind of pop music so but quite like left field sort of electronic kind of pop music I've got a bit of a band format now um and the music that I, the label that I run we we specialize more in sort of orchestral and like film scores and quite experimental electronic sort of projects stuff like that it's quite it's quite varied actually but it's all quite yeah quite like sort of so it's all quite experimental <laughs> where can people find you um god plugging <laughs> um so the label is called SA Recordings, like S for sugar, A for alpha, recordings.com. Um, and my music, you can find me on Spotify. I'm called Zoe, like Z-O-E-E. -E. There's another Zoe, but I think my one comes up first, which is good, <laughs> on yeah, Spotify. But you, oh, you can have on Spotify, they have two people with the same names. Don't they have to have different? Um, two people... Is this still recording, yes, by the way? It is, yeah. It is. Um, I'm like, sure, maybe it's. <laughs> People always ask me that, and I always forget to tell them. Don't worry, it's still recording. I was like, um, yeah, you can have. Yeah, anyone can. I think nowadays, like, there's lots of duplicates of names, but like, yeah, it's not really an issue. I suppose it's only an issue if both of you are like very high profile, and then you probably have to like go yeah, to court right. or something to like claim the name. I don't know. Yeah, depending on who had it first. What would you say that you've learnt that you wish you knew when you started? Yeah, probably, probably like that it takes time. And I think like in my early 20s, I was a lot more insecure and kind of like anxious and kind of and, and just feeling almost like frustrated because, you, you know, I started in like an assistant role and you know you you kind of want more for yourself than that but you kind of also have to sort of put in the hours and the graph to sort of get get there and it wasn't really until my early 30s that I felt very much more like you know I could make creative decisions about things like obviously with my own music that was always the way but like yeah with the working in the industry it just took a lot of time for me anyway to get build confidence I think so I think it's just probably like just keep going and like it will get easier and get better and you'll know yourself more and you'll feel more I think the older you get you just get more confident mm -hmm. like in yourself and I think that in any any job any or anything like the more like comfortable and confident you are in yourself the easier things start to feel I think mm. you've been a great interviewee <laughs> I, I would there's many more questions I want to ask about <laughs> in depth what it's like working with artists and things like that but we've run out of the time so the last question what we always ask is what's the impact you want to have on the world oh my god that is a huge 
question to answer. We should all know. Just, that. I guess, a positive one, like one that's, you know, like giving and empathetic and contributing in a progressive and positive way to try and make things better. It sounds so cheesy, but like, yeah, just that really, hopefully. Okay, that's good. Well, thanks a lot for that, and we wish you well. Cheers, thank you. <laughs> I feel like my last answer was quite. We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.